0: All right, we're back again, y'all. Ladies and gents, this is the AE Podcast. This is your boy, Errol. My guy, Twan. What's going on, Twan? What's up, brother? How you doing? Man, I'm in a talking mood today, boy. Like, we done had a week yeah. <laughs> good. Gracious. Uh, let's, just, let's just go and jump right into this thing. We're going to do a little bit of Andrew Luck, obviously. We're going to do some college football. Uh, but let's just get right to Andrew Luck for those of y'all. Surprising retirement yesterday for a lot of people, um, myself included. Um, matter of fact, we were watching the Miami and Florida game this weekend and uh I was in the kitchen and Twan actually talked, like Twan actually saw it the headline and told everybody, like, Y'all won't believe us, but Andrew Luck just retired and we all were looking at Twan like he was crazy. Like maybe he who knows, right? And you walk to the screen and you see at the bottom of the screen he retired and I mean Swan, when you delivered that news to everybody, what were you thinking? (laughs) Like, how did that make you feel?
1: Uh, I wasn't surprised, personally. Um, But, you know, I just – I had a lot of emotions running through my mind, as far as what I thought about it. um, uh, First of all, you know I'm not the biggest Andrew Luck guy. Yeah. Um, I've never been the biggest Andrew Luck guy. I never got it. I I knew he was a talented quarterback, but as far as, like, you know, this second coming – that everybody was, you know, hyping him up to be. I I never saw that. And uh, he's never been healthy. Um, He's been a a turnover machine. Uh, uh, He hasn't performed well. I think he had, like, one good playoff game. Uh, But uh, he's been terrible in the playoffs for the most part. Um, He usually gets, like, numbers toward the end of the game when it's out of hand. And I think he had that one game. We had that comeback. I, I, um, I can't even. I can't remember the, the name of the, uh, which game it was. A few years. I think it might have been playing Kansas City or somebody. But they ended up coming back and winning the game. It was and the Broncos, they, I think. Yeah, the Broncos. Yeah,
0: they ended
1: up coming back. But I'm like, they got down because the man threw three interceptions in the first half. I just. <laughs> yep. I don't. Yeah, I just. I, I never bought in Andrew Luck. Um, and uh, I think. I mean, I think. I think, that, I think that'd be okay. You know. Um, obviously, you know, it's going to hurt missing, you know, missing out on him, but it really hurts to me. The first thing I thought about was the franchise. I'm like, this just sucks for them as a franchise because they moved on from Peyton Manning because they knew they're getting Andrew Luck. And, um, it's crazy because like I was, I was thinking earlier today, I'm like, man, Tom Brady didn't outplay both of them. Mm -hmm. Like, Like the Colts let go of Peyton Manning and Peyton outplayed him. Now, like, as far as longevity. Um, and then uh, Andrew Luck comes in and Peyton's – I mean, and then Andrew Luck is – I mean, Andrew Luck. Uh, Tom Brady is still playing longer than Andrew Luck. It is like – it is unbelievable. RG3 is still in the league. I guess a lot of people still playing. Andrew Luck is going home. Now, granted, he didn't got a $100 million, so it makes that decision kind of easy. <laughs> um, but um, I, the first thing I thought about was just the Colts franchise and, like, how sick they got to be, like – you know, this is just a bad – but at the same time, Andrew Luck has always played very reckless, very wild, out of control, throwing his body all over the place. They're talking about, you know, telling these other, you know, quarterbacks that they need to slide and get down and do this. But here, nobody ever talks about the recklessness of Andrew Luck and Carson Wentz, for that matter, because he's reckless with his body too. But um, they just they, – they, you know, it's one of the things you don't hear talking about – Um prominently within, like, you know, those uh, sports news circles. So, um, yeah, I think that'll be okay. It's not a big deal to me. I didn't think Andrew Luck was all that anyway. So, like I said, it's, you know, it's whatever. Good luck, Jacoby, you know. And I'm ready to see what he can do.
0: That's one thing I think is getting lost. Well, I ain't going to say getting lost in all this because, obviously, uh, Andrew Luck was a big name in the NFL. Um, you know, again, like you said, this was a guy who succeeded Peyton Manning. Um Pretty much, uh, I, I guess what I kind of thought about. I, I had the same take as far as the franchise. This must kind of suck, but maybe I'm maybe I'm in the minority. But I don't think Andrew Luck is that gigantic of an upgrade compared to Jacoby Brissett. Personally, like I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm, Andrew Luck is a great quarterback, uh, but I mean, I think we can somewhat get with the weapons the Colts have—the two tight ends, running backs who catch passes. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, Devin Funches, you know, big target. I don't think they're going to be necessarily lacking, you know, that much from the quarterback position right now. I mean, I can put it like this. I said Jacksonville was going to win the division. I said the Colts were going to come in second. But my prediction has not changed at all. I still think the Colts are going to be above the Texans and uh, the Titans. And, I mean, I just – I don't know. Like, what – so in Vegas, they not they not the Colts three games because of Andrew Luck. So now they've gotten winning six games in the year. You got the over or under on that. Um, I don't think he, I don't think them three games. I know I, I don't see. It. I got the over basically. Like I don't. That makes zero sense to me.
1: <laughs> like I'm, that defense I'm, is pretty good. And um, I'm saying. Say so what now? Because this is the perfect time for them to tank, and they've known to do it. So if they wanted to go grab two, or maybe wait till next year and try to tank for Trevor Long. And you got the over, right?
0: Yeah, I got the over. Like, I, I just don't see any way that, again, it... I mean, I think they can still win. I think they can win at least eight games this year in that division. And also just, again, I don't I, – I, I think with the weapons they have, I don't think they're going to be that, you know, far off. I just don't. Um, uh, one thing I thought was super interesting today was that they had RG3 on first take. And um, <laughs> I know they're going to be forever linked together, but they literally spent ten minutes – Asking RG3 Andrew Luck questions.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> and I asked myself, damn, like, how? Look at RG3. Like, like,
1: I'm the one who made the playoffs. I'm the one who won rookie of the year.
0: I'm the one who won
1: the playoff game.
0: Literally, RG kind of was throwing in little stuff. Like, they was asking they was asking questions about Luck, of course. And I mean, I, I personally didn't know that RG and Luck were, like, I guess, close friends. I didn't know that their parents hadn't gotten so, stuff. Like, to me, I had no idea. Not that I would know anyway, but. Uh yeah, RG was kinda like, um, you know, he'd answer a question, but then he'd kinda be like, you know, I'm still in the league and like <laughs> I mean it was kinda funny listening to it. It's just like wow, like they-
1: Yeah, I heard I heard somebody ask him a question about uh about the Colts, like what does that do to you in your locker room? And I thought R.G. did a great job answering that question. That like, you know, when you lose a player like that, what's going on in the locker room? Like nobody in the locker room is thinking like, Oh, the season's over. And um, yeah, and because Stephen Smith was asking them something about him, they had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And RG3 was like, well, I mean, they got to go through us first, you know, where they could get that. Ain't nobody thinking about no other team. Like, sometimes they ask the dumbest questions to these athletes. And I'm like, you don't understand. Athletes don't think like that. I remember they – I mean, and then they just – they don't understand the context of stuff, like not knowing they in the same conference. Like, well, you saying they're going to the Super Bowl contender, but what about us? You know, you ask me questions about this team, this dude don't even play no more. And um, like I remember, Stephen A. Smith was asked Jalen Ramsey, "Who's some of the best receivers he covered?" And uh, I think he said Antonio Brown. And then he was like, "He better than Julio." And Jalen Ramsey was like, "I've never even played against Julio." And I'm like, "You idiot! Like, like why why don't you know stuff like that before you ask questions?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Y'all just oh, it's just they're retarded." But um, yeah, I thought RG did a good. job. That was pretty. That was pretty interesting interview and interesting take. But um, yeah, like I said, I was never sold on on the Andrew Luck train, and uh, you look for his career now. And uh, say he die, I know there's some speculation that he may return, but even if he does, I don't um, see. I mean, you look at the, t- the amount of time he's missed, um, yeah. the lack of, like, I mean, at least give me some. Give me some- Super Bowl appearances, uh, somewhere I could just be like, "All right, well, you know, something to give me hope." Like I don't have any hope in anything when it comes to Andrew Luck. I really don't. And I'm not taking anything away from him personally. I'm sure he's a great guy and everything. And I understand his decision to retire. I, 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 I get it one thousand percent. But uh, I just never thought he was that guy like that.
0: I think what kind of gets lost in all of this is, uh, I'm not trying to use the word willpower. Uh, I guess the amount of Confidence he has in himself to actually retire from the National Football League at this age, knowing people are gonna, you know, yell and hate him. Knowing people, it, you know what? Like I f- said, like I said, kind he of got a hundred
1: million dollars.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, it's very. I'm not gonna say it's very easy, but I'm sure it's easier to quit It makes it a lot
1: easier. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But um, I was kind of. Everybody keeps talking about the fans were booing and Andrew Luck, and I think I say I say this all the time. That fans will be fans, especially in the moment. Just like when Kevin Durant got hurt, when the Raptors fans jumped up celebrating. Uh I mean, that's a human reaction that they were gonna have because they gave their honest opinion about how they felt in that moment. Now, obviously,
1: that's a, fa- that's a fanatics reaction.
0: Yeah, not a, a, I wouldn't I say it's
1: a human reaction. That's a fanatic reaction.
0: No, I mean a human fan. I mean that's, that's what yeah, a
1: fan. But like a normal you, uh, normally we walking down the street and we seeing somebody just really hurt themselves. Nobody would be like, yes, congratulations. No, only a fan would do that.
0: Well, we might laugh, though.
1: No, I wouldn't. Not if I see somebody hurt themselves bad. No, Know
0: who you're talking to. It's
1: <laughs> No, if I see somebody falling, hurt themselves, like seriously injured themselves, I wouldn't laugh. You're not going to know that right away. It's fine. If you saw somebody fall, you're going to laugh first. No, not like the
0: message. Like somebody tripped and failed. I'm not going to bring it up right now. But you remember that draft pick that was announced that you laughed at. And you know what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. Not, not, that wasn't funny to you? That was funny, but I'm, I'm saying, saying But that's, that's different.
1: That's completely different.
0: No, no, it's not. That's it's completely not. different. Yes, it All is. Right. All right. So when, when, you okay. found out Tel- when you found out Telvin Smith, I, I remember what happened. When you found out Telvin Smith was not playing this year, and we still don't know why, what was your first reaction? Go ahead and say it because I was there. Remember. Go ahead and say it
1: uh what the heck are you going through
0: yeah you got mad you're like man what the hell what the hell t-? you you didn't sit there and think what's going on with him you didn't give nothing no nope. you had an honest reaction you said what the hell i want to tell him why is he not playing this year yeah my first there?
1: reaction was like what's wrong with him
0: all right then so you got mad
1: no I, I was mad that i didn't know what was going on i wasn't mad at him because right. there was no reason he just said he wasn't playing i'm like what the world is this you're just not playing you're not gonna give a reason you're not gonna tell us why yeah, no, that didn't make reaction. any sense to me.
0: Exactly, I'm saying you had just a natural reaction, and that's right. what I think the fans had. They look, I'm, but saying- I
1: wasn't happy. It's not like a, a situation where I'm like, yes, he ain't playing. Yes, I'm glad he ain't playing. I hope he's going through the worst problem in the world. Like, no, it's different.
0: I don't think nobody's. I don't think nobody's saying that. I think fans, you don't
1: think you don't think some some Texans fans or some Titans fans or Colts fans were like yes oh oh for oh of course
0: they're they're having
1: oh. re- reactions
0: of course <laughs> yes they're most definitely doing that just like no fans that want their money back from season tickets you think I wouldn't want my money back from what? hell yeah I'm not going to watch nobody else play if I don't get to see the person I want to go see play right right I mean I guess. But I mean, you going to a Jacksonville game that Jalen Ramsey ain't playing in? You going no because I wouldn't no, because Tennessee. I wouldn't be
1: going there to watch the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'd be going to watch Jalen Ramsey.
0: Okay, then you think folks ain't going to see Andrew Luck play?
1: I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. But I mean, it ain't like they've been seeing them play a lot anyway, at least recently.
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, if it's my team, I already know what time it is. Like, but I just feel like them fans had an answer I me. Mean, they booed him, you know, <laughs> whatever. that That's fans going to be fans. in the day. That's what's going to happen. Now, that they'll take it back. I'm sure they're probably going to have Andrew Luck come back for one day during the season and then give him a standing ovation, of course. But in that moment, I know them folks was thinking, we had a chance at the Super Bowl. We had a chance at something. And what's going on? But yet, you know, something happened. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you – uh you got over-under on six games this year.
1: Under. You said under? Yeah, I'm going under. Say that again? You said how many, did I, uh, how many games did I picked before? Hello? Ask how many games did I pick before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm not sure exactly, but I had them finishing uh, third or fourth in the division this year. So I didn't have them going to the playoffs anyway.
0: Okay. Um,
1: do you –
0: Stephen A. today did a lot of blaming on the uh, GM as far as them not building the O-line around. He
1: always does. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He but, always... but... He have always have a question off that though. The coaches and GMs when he the first of all, because it's easy to blame the coach when you don't know what the heck's going on. It's like going to a, a little league football game, a high school football game, and your parents are, oh, the coach need to do this, the coach need to do that. It's easy to, to say stuff like that when you have no clue what's going on. Of course. At all. Oh yeah. So that's what he always when it comes to football. The coach gotta do this, the coach gotta do that. Like for all the hell he gives Jason Garrett. When you look at Jason Garrett's coaching record and his coaching resume and stuff he's done as a coach. Like he's really one of the best coaches in the NFL. But because he's in Dallas and Stephen A can't stand Dallas and he don't understand, like he just wanna throw reason you know, throw stuff to the to the wall, then he wants to come out here and blame, oh, he's, it's gotta be his fault. It's gotta be this, it gotta be that. Like, no, man, there's other things that's going on that you gotta take in consideration because like I get tired of people jumping straight to the coach. It ain't always the coach. Like that's the coach a lot of times is the last reason.
0: I'm that saying that. A problem. Do you think the coach should have done more with building a line, though, around luck, or with protection around luck?
1: They uh, they did. They built a good line around him last year, and uh, he still got hurt. So, I don't think – the line doesn't have anything to do with He's a reckless football player. He gets in the open field, try to run people over. He takes a bunch of sacks, holding on to the ball. Um, he died. I mean, he tried to take people. I mean, like, he literally had some Tebow in him. Like, he did some crazy stuff. Um, yeah. And, yeah, he's uh, reckless. Point, he was built big, but you know, no nah, line is not that line, a great line. It, does, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Like it's just playing style and the things you do as a player. Deshaun Watson got sacked a thousand times last year, but half the time it was his fault because he running around in circles, holding on to the ball.
0: You know. No, I'm about over, to get him a in a minute. I'm about to get him in a minute. So let me yeah. ask you this: Who's got how much time does Cam Newton have left?
1: Oh, I think Cam's fine. Cam got plenty. I'm not worried about Cam. Cam is good. Really? I, I have not I have no worries about Cam. It was a, a little a slight ankle turn and then people just overreact. Like the dude is fine. He has issues with his shoulder. And um I but, think like, Cam has two years pro- left. No, heck no. Cam has plenty of time. Oh no. Cam, Cam stopped playing when Cam wanna stop playing. All his injuries like his injuries were fluke and uh it was a blown I remember it was a blown um blitz pickup, TJ White. Remember I think it was like a Thursday night game. It might have been. A, it may have been. A, no, I, I believe it was Thursday night. Cause I think they were wearing color rush uniforms. Mm-hmm. Uh Uh, it, 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 it was a prime time I just remember it being at night. And um, I remember because Chris McCaffrey down the middle. I remember. Cam that. went to throw. Yeah, Cam went to throw. He got sacked. Fell on his shoulder, which is another misnomer. They say Cam got to change the way he play. Like all his injuries come from him in the pocket. That's why they put all these rules in. Like people are like, oh, you can't run around. Like you're going to get hurt. No. Got, quarterbacks get hurt sitting in the pocket. That's why they made all those rules for you not to touch them, because yeah. they're defenseless in the pocket. Yeah. Like they can't move. I mean, they just they're really hopeless. They all all they're doing is standing there trying to throw and they can't just protect themselves while they're in there. That's why they have all those rules. And that's where a lot of them, you know, get a lot of their injuries. Um and even RG3, when he got hurt in training camp, literally got hurt in practice, standing in the pocket, threw the ball, defensive lineman kept running, ran straight into his hand. And uh, yeah. Bruce is throwing in, and he's standing right there in the pocket. Didn't do anything else. Didn't do anything reckless. Just standing right there in the pocket, throwing the ball. That's what guys get hurt at 99 when Marcus Mariota got hurt last year, he got hurt in the pocket twice. Like, that's what a lot of these things hurt. You know, Tom Brady, Carson Palmer, all the rules about going low. Like, we've seen it. And Cam, I think Cam's gotten hurt one time. And that was his fault, running in the end zone. And then he got joking. his clock clean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm so glad he got tuned up to him. Like, I mm-hmm. said, you, you better get you behind in the end zone and stop playing. He he a lot of to I don't know who it was, Deion Jones, somebody.
0: It was, I, think it was, uh, I think it was Devondre, if I'm not wrong. It was
1: Devondre? I is one of so. he cleaned Played, his clock. Up, though.
0: And that was the first time I've ever, like, and I'm a cam. Like, I love the swag. But look, get in the end zone first. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. he, was trying, he was trying to slow run that end zone. And then I said, when I see him doing it, I said, "This boy from Atlanta is not about to take it easy on him. <laughs> what? He is not about to take it easy on him." And when he clean, clean when he clean came out, I was like, "Oh, yeah, you kind of deserve it, Cam." I mean, I can't really say anything
1: else. I don't see Cam slowing down though. Like as far I think, I think Cam is going to be, uh, he's going to have a great year this year. I I really think it's going to be a really big bounce back year for him. I don't. Um. I, I do, man. I, I like the way, you know, he improved his numbers as far as, like, his completion percentage and stuff last year. Um, like I said, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have the best statistical season for a running back this year all around. Um, rushing and receiving, like, he's going to get, the, you know, the full workload. Like, and that, he's one of the rare backs that's going to get the full workload. Um, and, you know, Greg Olson's back and healthy. Uh, DJ DJ is back for another year. Curtis Samuel came along last year. I really think Cam is gonna bounce back and, and, and be fine. I'm 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 not worried about Cam Newton. I, I I am not. That's
0: still about to pile up, man. I don't see look, and look, Deshaun what, Watson? What's piling
1: up though? What's piling up though?
0: Hold on. I'm gonna get Deshaun Watson first. Son, you have three years left. If you don't learn how to slide or do something else, okay? Because <laughs> yeah. you, because look, Deshawn, when when the man can't even get on a plane to fly to the, no, nah, you ain't, nah, you got a few years left. Keep on playing like that, I promise you. I, gonna...
1: I, he needs to bulk up a little more than me he does. Like, like he seems real slant. Like it's like it's like different types of slender, and he just like he seemed like a regular skinny dude. Like you said some dudes that skinny, but they kind of like rocked up a little bit. Like him and Lamar Jackson. Probably I felt like away, Lamar like Jackson
0: was. Yeah, I felt like Lamar Jackson. You know what? You said something to me one day. You said Lamar Jackson's number makes him look skinny. And then yeah, when yeah. I when I actually look at it, you 100% correct because I'm yeah. like, I'm looking at Deshaun Jackson. No, sorry, not, not Deshaun Jackson. I don't know what it is about Deshaun Watson's jersey number that makes him look bigger than Lamar Jackson to me. But that number eight makes Lamar look so small to me. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, like, it's, it's 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 like a. I forgot I had a coach tell me that a long time ago, and uh, he said your number will make you look bigger or smaller yeah. than what you really are. And um, like, like players
0: remember, who wear two numbers for some reason, like like Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers, they're not big guys at all. But I even get like I feel like Lamar Jackson is probably. I, don't, I feel like he's damn near probably Aaron Rodgers' size, right? Yeah, at
1: he be like two. Aaron Rodgers weighs two twenty. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson weighed two twenty. He weighs—he's a to two hundred and twenty pounds this year.
0: Yeah, but but for some right. reason Lamar looks so much skinnier than Rodgers. I'm like, that's not even the case. It cannot be. <laughs> like, yeah. it's yeah. it's not. But even a lot, the lot case. of
1: times, yeah, man, it's that number. Cam, like I'm telling you right now, if Cam wore number fifty-five. Oh y'all my god. Think he's like a defensive end. That's <laughs> number, that number one make him look a lot smaller than what he really is, man. Yeah. That dude is huge. Yeah. That dude is humongous. Those numbers get like they play tricks on you. Like somebody wearing number eleven, they're gonna look real small. Mm-hmm. If rather than somebody wearing number like sixteen or something, they look a lot bigger. That's so crazy how that happens. Like yeah. it is.
0: That is straight crazy. Um, this past week, yeah. you know, I'm sure y'all. Some of y'all, a lot of y'all watched football this past week. Um, Twan, did any things about you this week? Mm, depending on the preseason? Yeah, like week three with it being the, uh, usually the dress rehearsal. Well, you
1: know, well, one thing that kind of stood out to me was the, you know, normally the week three is like the dress rehearsal, but a lot of right. teams sat their quarterbacks. Um, yeah. This year, <laughs> they pulled them out early, um, or, you know, they just, they really didn't go through the whole entire, you know, like first half like they normally do. So that was, that's one thing that kind of stood out to me. Okay. And uh, I was kind of looking forward to that, but that's that's pretty much it.
0: Okay. All right, well uh look, before we uh before we move on to college football, um what was I about to say? Let's get into Zeke for a minute. Um Zeke went back to Mexico with Marsha Falk. Um uh-huh. this is the this is the time of year in which I want my running back in camp just to know his ass is there. Uh he's doing interviews and you know, it seems like these interviews and I'm still in the belief that they're just selling magazines right now. They're selling on, you know, selling, uh, selling headlines, but I will be honest. Uh, some of this stuff is just kind of getting on my nerves. Like I just want him to be back in camp just to be around the team again, just to get camaraderie. Uh, I don't need him doing interviews about Emmitt Smith leaving. And so he might, leave. I don't need that shit in my life. <laughs> I do not. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but look, like I said, I still have faith that Zeke does get back immediately. Um, Lamar Miller towards ACL you know Miami great sorry to hear about that but did, did they sign Jay Ajayi or is that just a rumor
1: I'm not sure I, I never heard anything official on that now of course you know they traded for Duke Johnson right um but and of course they cut the Foreman they cut right. Foreman and um so I don't I really don't know what they have going on at running back right now
0: I don't either um uh, not too much care but um Oh, I see your boy, Hakeem Butler, um, done for the season. The, I mean, that oh, broken hand. IR, yeah, hand. yeah, I was like, wow. Cause I was expecting to see him and, you know, Kyler and the boys kind of do a little something, but I'm like, dang, that's a, I always think it sucks when you're a rookie and you cannot even begin the year. Like, and then you have to go through that whole next year thing and that that stuff is, I don't know. That's weird to me. But, um, anyway, let's bounce to college football. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my Miami hurricanes. Um, we had a, we didn't have the best starts to the season, but I'm actually kind of encouraged by what I saw from the team. Now, Lord have mercy, I know y'all seen the new turnover chain. If this, we got to be the most innovative. We we got to be the most swag those school and all the college football people. Uh, the three hundred five chain is the greatest I've ever seen in my life. I'm gonna go. I'm going order one now. Um, Florida State got that lame ass backpack. They just want to be us so bad. I don't even know where they get some of this stuff from, but. Uh, I'm sure Deion Sanders, you know, made that up. He got no swag himself. But uh Twan, what are your thoughts on the quarterback for Miami, uh Jaren Williams? Like
1: uh, Um, I thought I thought OC kinda like he did a good job, you know, giving them simple throws.
0: I um, loved the play call in that first yeah, drive. Me too. Oh my god. I goodness. thought they
1: did a really good job uh, with that. Um Miami got athletes, they got playmakers, they're right there in the game. Um, it just came down to the I mean it came down to the very end. Florida, you know, obviously their defense is great. Stupid. Um, but, you know, I think uh Miami could have made a few more plays out there on the outside, but their receivers like you know, I didn't really see them make too many plays out wide.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not happy with the receivers.
1: Yeah, and um but yeah, I think I think Miami's gonna be pretty good at that. They're in the you know, it was a valiant effort versus the top ten team and uh, it shows that they're they're ready to be competitive right now. And uh, also, you know, I was kind of, you know, looking for, at Florida, seeing what they were going to be able to have, uh, you know, this season. The defense, of course, played well. Felipe Franks didn't look uh so hot to me, when they got oh. the playmakers, and they, they really <laughs> listen. They they really got to get their running game together, like for real. Like you're not going to be able to compete against those teams. Like you know, a lot of people were expecting them to compete with Georgia this year, right? In the SEC East, but um, I don't know. I mean, running they, game looked awful run. to me. Yeah. We gotta see. We gotta see how they look versus everybody else. Then, but it, it's good. I think it's good. I, I was kind of thinking, um, you know, it's kind of tough playing those, playing a tough team your very first game. But, um, especially a rival game. Yeah. Except, except for, I, and that that to me, like, they'll be amping up like it's some big rivalry. To me, that Florida and Miami really ain't no big rivalry.
0: Yeah, it's not no more. Uh, yeah. I won't even play every year no more. That's what I'm just I like. Mm. That's
1: the first time y'all played in what, like five years? Man? Five
0: years. 2013 was the last time we played.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, it's not even like, yeah. it's, it's never really been a rivalry between Florida and Miami like that.
0: It was just a little work new thing. They, they tried to make it something that was, you know, whatever. But I mean, I'm not gonna say they're not a rival because it is the state of Florida. You know, they everybody wants to own the state of Florida. You know, of course. But um, but yeah, I uh, so so I gotta say this because Felipe Franks, what's your honest opinion of him?
1: Uh, he's a big, big arm quarterback. Uh. You know, pretty ad- decent af- athletic. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I see. I, I don't think he wants to be at Florida. I'll be like, <laughs> like, like he has a love hate relationship with the fans. Yeah. Sometimes, um, but uh, I just, I mean, he's just a. I mean, he's a guy with talent. That's all I can say. He's just a guy, but he has a talented arm. He can move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. When I see him. he
0: pissed, he pissed me off. Um, and I'm gonna say he didn't piss me off because of something I hate. He pissed me off because of something that I would put that in. My, I would instill it in my guys. Felipe Frank's crazy ass went on to did an interview and said, "I want to apologize to all the Florida fans because I told y'all we would average 50 points a game this year, and I let y'all down the first game. I promise I will not let y'all down again for the rest of the year." Tuan, so when I heard that. I lost, I lost everything I had in me because first of all, that offense is, I'm not going to say, they're they're not trash, gonna 50 points again. but yeah, I felt, I felt like he was biting Tebow from the whole promise Tebow made years ago, uh, uh. but it was never that Tebow said he wasn't going to lose again that year. And damn, I mean, then he did it, <laughs> but I mean, Felipe said he was going to average 50 points a game. I'm trying to figure out your running game looked awful to me. Um, you know, your receivers, now you got some speedy receivers. That boy that took that screen to the house, like, yes. I mean, hey, Woo. that was, it was raw. That boy, that boy got, that boy fast as out here. But, yeah. But Felipe French said that, it bothered me so much. And at the same time, it made me smile because I'm like, that's something that I would say. <laughs> like That's literally something that I would say. Like, I would say some cocky, stupid stuff like that hey, to I get was- my name out. And then, you know, it is what it is. But I mean,
1: he threw that bad pick at the end of the game. Oh, dude, my boy. goodness.
0: I mean, how many? Like, there were so many turnovers that I saw the chain. I did not expect to see the chain that much. But, um, yeah, I'm proud of my guys, So I'm proud of DJ Dallas and Georgia, boy. You know, he's putting, you know, on the state of Florida, what real speed is, 4-3, that's it. Like, you're not there. Um, but, yeah. Uh,
1: what did you say again? Who, from
0: where? DJ Dallas, you know, Georgia, boy. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: Yeah, Jaren Williams, Georgia, boy, you know. Nah, he's he Georgia all over the field out like there.
1: You know, they kept they kept him in the cross-seat all game.
0: Shut up, shut up. Well, look, um, let's get on to this week, though. <laughs> so, I want to throw a few matchups at you your way, and I want to get your take on what you think might happen. And then also, these point spreads are amazing, <laughs> you okay? I'm going to start with Alabama. Alabama plays Duke. Twenty, have you seen the spread yet? Nope, what is it? 35 points. 35? 35. Twan, where you going with that one?
1: <laughs> oh, they just lost Daniel Jones. mm mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. But apparently the back the guy the guy playing is capable because uh, I heard I heard. Yeah, he's capable. So I mean, I don't not saying he's gonna you know light up, but that one's gonna be on ABC at three thirty. But thirty five point oh, I'm sorry, thirty five and a half. Twan, you gonna take it or what?
1: Mm, I, I don't know. You know, I don't touch I don't touch any bets for two weeks. <laughs> I'm for, I don't touch any bets for the first two weeks. I gotta get a feel of what's going on, how how they how teams are winning, how they mm-hmm. look in the wins, and stuff like that. Then I can start, you know, assessing. But the first two weeks, I don't touch anything.
0: But for the podcast, sake for the fans, Toronto do it for the people. Give me something.
1: Oh man, I I don't even know what Duke has this year. All right, so give me something. I mean, where are they playing at? Tuscaloosa?
0: Nah, this is Chick Fil A boys in Atlanta.
1: Oh,
0: oh, they finna, oh yeah. I'll tell you, I, I go Alabama. Man. <laughs> me too. I'm gonna take. I'm up like at 35. I think they're gonna win by. I mean, ain't no telling. Big stage me. right there. So. Yes, sir. Uh, and look, them boys, Jerry, Judy, Ola, Adrian, w- oh, Adrian, oh, don't hey, these boys about I'm to full get full loose boy. out here. Yeah. No, Georgia, Georgia, not Georgia one, but, but uh, yeah, Devontae. uh Alabama has so many riches at wide receiver, and I'm thinking like, could they be? Could, could Alabama have the first three receivers next year drafted? Swine. No, because Lavisca's coming out.
1: Lavisca, you got, you got that, some.
0: Uh, you got some dolls coming out next it's year. It's a boy so.
1: from TCU that's coming out. That's raw. Uh, you got Drager. Yeah, you got Drager. Um, yep. Yeah, no, no, heck, no. Name from that. <laughs> not, not the top three. Out oh, to Terry. No, oh. no. Uh, he's not yeah, coming Terry. out. Yes, he is. Yes, long.
0: Right, you know, let's get to your guys, then, Antoine.
1: Uh, you just found
0: out who your starting quarterback is. Give us the breakdown. What should we expect from Florida State? this week or
1: the office will be a lot better um okay i just you know they released a depth chart today of course and it has announced that james blackman was going to be the starter i was kind of like on the fence about it. i'm like i figured he'd probably get it but the fact that he's been there you know all last year and all through the spring and all this stuff and he's still battling with a guy who got there in the summer and you barely won a job that's kind of like Suspect to me. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the guy Travis J was the best quarterback I saw when I went to the spring game. Um, but you know we'll see how it all how it all plays out. I'm expecting, um, like I said, a much better performance from the offense defensively. Uh, they're, they're switching. They're running, they're running like multiple fronts now on defense. Um, so just waiting to see how that how that's gonna play out. Um, I just know they got a lot of talent. They got a lot of talented players, but I just don't know how it's all going to come together. Like, if I far as receivers, though, they're so deep at receiver, they're deep at running back. Mm-hmm. There's an offensive line. Just, that was, like, the biggest problem last year, so they want to see if they right. this year. And then defensively, like, they moved Avante Taylor to safety, thank God, because he was so little out there playing corner. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. And, um, you know, they got a little size out there. And uh, you remember – um. So, remember, what's the uh, remember QB1, the uh, the guy from St. John's Bosco, went I Iowa State, the quarterback? Oh, how can I Your forget buddy? that? Dork. <laughs> yeah. But remember the other leader on the team, the safety, he was like, He's like, let me go first, let me say this. Yeah, man, the hey safety, man, yeah, yeah, that's just Jaden Woodby, like he is straight up alpha male, that's what he is. They that's moved good. him to linebacker this year, now he plays safety and like Rover. Like, he could play really pretty much anything, but like the dude is up like two hundred twenty-five pounds. Like 6'3", 225. Mm-hmm. Now they' done moved him to linebacker. So I like, we just got a bunch of speed. Matter of fact, he started over the Kalen Brooks, uh, Derek Brooks son. So um, oh, wow. yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him in there and hopefully he stays healthy because he's a he's one heck of an athlete and uh, he's just a good football player. And hopefully we okay. can hold up on the outside. As long as they can hold up on the outside, and I'll be good to go. Because Kendall Browse is gonna score some points. I just don't know when we don't score it, will we stop anybody? So
0: Kendall Browse, is that your OC? Yeah,
1: Kendall Browse okay. oh, it's the OC. Everywhere he's gone, he's had, you know, top five offenses.
0: Of course, okay. his dad
1: is Art Browse, so
0: That's what I was about to say. Okay, gotcha. Uh yeah. um, I had no idea y'all had Hornybrook from Wisconsin. When did that happen?
1: Yeah, I see that's what I was talking about. It came over in the summer? I
0: had no idea. Um yep. and now Bradley's, I'm kinda wondering Bradley's like thing, how's that black man? Yeah, now I'm kind of thinking, like, well, dang, you, you transferred to to not start. Past. Well, he was a
1: redshirt senior. Uh, like, he didn't have no choice but to go. So, he had to find somewhere where he can compete the most. Like, I won't be surprised if he gets some time this year. Like, black men only weigh 190 pounds, you know. Um, did
0: Hornibrook get replaced at Wisconsin by somebody?
1: No, nah, somebody. I think they moved on to somebody else. Uh, okay. Like, he got, like, that – that grad. he's, like, a graduate transfer. So they can give you that okay. extra-year eligibility. Yeah. And um I got but I won't be surprised if he gets some time this year. I like, I really wouldn't and uh Okay. Like if you pick up an offense that quick and you battling for the job that quick within a few months, then like that tells that says a lot about you to me personally. He just doesn't have the big arm like Blackman does. Like he, he got like a little spaghetti mm-hmm. arm. But yeah, I'm I'm gotcha. just ready to see how it plays out.
0: All right, let's get to another one there. Um and I think I wanna start doing the upset pick of the week. Um, because I do feel like that's something that might be, might add something new to the pod, so I think I'm going to do that. Um, I actually want to tell you my upset I think of this week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and Miami just say,
1: almost got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm struggling between Houston and Oklahoma, because I love Houston's quarterback, Derek King. Um, just a just ridiculous. Uh, He's probably going to be the best athlete on the field that day. No, I, I that'd guarantee that'd it. That'd be Jalen Hurt. <laughs> no, Jalen Hurt. I told you he's a bust. That's why I'm telling you upset of the week because probably him. But right. How, I well, think when, What does the spread say? It's only – let me see. The spread for that one is 21 and a half.
1: 21 and a half? Yeah. I, I, I give you 21 and a half. I don't know. I don't more. know. Like, I don't we'll know. talk. Know. No, no, no. You're right.
0: No, you're right. We'll yeah, talk. We'll talk.
1: See.
0: The other one I'm struggling with, Wisconsin bringing their ass down to South Florida. I know how South Florida is. Um, Who are they playing? Their first game of the year. They're playing South Florida, USF. Lovey Smith. I Look, I'm going to tell y'all now. I think that might be my upset pick of the week because I, I know Wisconsin's got that ridiculous line every year. They got that huge, that running back that just... Apparently had two thousand of the quietest yards you ever gonna have. Because I don't remember I mean yes. I remember hearing about him, but I just I don't really And a care lot of his runs
1: went like He just he just fast. He got a good offensive line and he's fast. So he can yeah. increase as a wrap.
0: I'm watching them right now on ESPNU. They're playing against they showing the Miami game last year when they played Miami mm-hmm. in the uh, bowl game. And like you looking at his runs, his line is cleaning folks out. And he doesn't he doesn't even look that fast, but I mean he's getting away from folks. Yeah, he, so I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. Clearly he's something, but um, I just – I don't know. I I just have a feeling anytime somebody's coming to South Florida for an opener, as hot as it is down there, yeah, it's just – Yeah, tough. Oof. Yeah, I, I, just, I just don't know. I almost
1: want the Miami Dolphins to upset the Patriots. I think they play like look, too. Look, so, so. <laughs> you know how it is
0: when they come – when the Pats come down here. Yeah. You know I mean? When they come down south, you know what happens every time. Yeah. Especially if it's a 1 o'clock game. Oh, boy, that, that heat beat. Yeah. <laughs> so – uh, let's see another game. We got FAU versus Ohio State. Um, not really too worried. But uh, what's your thoughts on uh, how Justin Fields going to do this year?
1: Mm, I'm expecting him to look like the top prospect that he was. Um, we went to Georgia last year, so
0: it seems like they. It seems like people have him tabbed as a running quarterback, and I, I felt like all I ever saw him do, especially on last not last chance, you QB one. All I remember was him slinging the rock. So I'm just kind of and like, he's,
1: he's truly a dual threat, though. He can run, yeah, and he can run way better than Cardale Jones. What's the guy they had last year? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, oh, yeah, man. Dwayne went. Thank you back in that, that pocket. Yeah, he's ten <laughs> times the athlete, Dwayne, and, the and he could throw it um, the same. So I yeah. think that's going to be. But you know, they did lose a lot of speed. They lost literally all of their receivers. mm mm-hmm. I mean, Tate probably should have stayed at the receiver. Mm,
0: shut up, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, my Tate favorite game of
1: the
0: it... Hey, hey, Tate looked good. now. Nah. like yeah, a little, like, a little stuff, still, You know, chopping the feet a little bit. I like what I saw. Yeah, he but was open. Too. Uh, I will say one thing that I'm actually pretty intrigued by. My favorite game of this week is going to be at 7:30 that night, primetime. Oregon plays Auburn. Yeah, I've been hearing be about it, that game. Justin. Yes, I've been hearing about Justin Herbert forever. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know what everybody what the hype is, but if it's somebody you're gonna show it against, Auburn's gonna come. Auburn gonna test them. Put it like that. I mean, I feel like that. Um, Tuan, who are you picking that game?
1: I'm gonna pick Auburn to win that. And Auburn's
0: actually favored but even though they're the lower. I mean, even though they're the underdog, they actually. Well, I mean, so even though they're the higher, the lower ranked team, um, they're actually favored to win by. They actually paid to win by two and a half so um
1: yeah I, I'm, I'm definitely picking Auburn. i don't know they got they got a lot of they got a lot of athletes yeah you know, they have three kids like i watched them play in high school back down in florida on their team three mm-hmm. of the fastest kids i've ever i've ever seen in, in high school play one of them, anthony schwartz you'll see him uh okay. they, they got another little dude um he from down there by nah he didn't go to America. It's like the same school over the by American Heritage and they got the kid, the running back from Tampa Catholic.
0: They are
1: they are tough, man. They, okay. they they got they have athletes and um you know I think I mean people give Gus Malzahn hell for some reason, but I mean he's a good <laughs> coach. I think Is John I'm,
0: Franklin still there?
1: Who? John
0: Franklin third, he's still there?
1: No, John Franklin's been in the NFL for like two years now. Really? Oh right. Yeah, he played cornerback for the Bears.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I would have never thought that. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, let, me see. let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Georgia Southern plays LSU, Twine. <laughs> we got LSU, <LCA>? L.A.? <laughs> are we looking at? No. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. I am excited about uh,
1: seeing Georgia Tech running their new offense, though.
0: They play Thursday night, too, against Clemson. Yeah. I'm
1: ready to see them run their new offense. And see how that looks now. Of course, I think Clemson going to they zoop
0: Clemson's with. favorite by 37.
1: Yeah. They're going to beat the snot out of them. Yeah. Are they in playing the in Atlanta game. or death Valley? No,
0: nah, no, nah, they in death cuz oh, It's going to yeah, be Thursday oh, night.
1: Yeah. yeah, they might
0: be yeah. by 67. And the last game is going to be Notre Dame and Louisville. Um I don't really know much about Louisville. I mean, I kind of – yeah, so I don't really care. But other than that, you yeah, that's the week this week. Um and let's go ahead and kind of wrap this thing up so we we'll get some questions from the crowd. Um I actually do have one question from my dog D. Uh he actually had a question for me about the kind of the Zeke thing. So D's question was we see how Zeke is kinda of doing his hold out where he's kinda of doing the working out everything on his own. He's still trying to stay in shape, but just not with the team. His question was, do we think this is going to become a trend to where a lot of the top players – not a lot of top players, but certain skill positions, like maybe running backs, wide receivers, where they kind of hold out to where they only come back the last week of the season before they decide to actually report to the team? Um,
1: no, nah, they can't nah, – no, we're not going to – I don't think that can be a trend. That. Yeah. No, nah, um, that's, that's never going to happen because, yeah, you don't get – you don't get your uh, – you don't get count for the season. Like, you're not going to get paid if you don't right, show up. right. Like, after week six – and um, like you got to show up at that time, but like with Le'Veon, like the reason he was able to do it because he wasn't under contract. Like he didn't sign his right, he, he didn't, didn't have a contract, yeah. Tenure, so he could sit out the right. whole entire year, and he ain't got to worry about nothing. Crazy. And um, because he, the, so that's why I said his situation, like uh, his situation is a lot different. Zeke's still under contract for two more years. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon's still under contract for another year. So oh, my, yo. like, I mean, you just see, you just holding out just to hold out at this point. Melvin Gordon really has no reason to hold out. Zeke, I can get some of the reason why, but technically, I understand
0: a thousand percent why Zeke's doing that. And and man, I, I know he's got two years, but he's let lead two out of le- two out of three years in rushing. So I mean, again, I understand why he's doing it. I don't want him to, right. but he's got something to stand on. I don't feel like Melvin Gordon has a leg to stand on because oh
1: no, he doesn't.
0: Melvin ain't done nothing but be hurt. He don't necessarily. And then I've told people all the time, I hate him because. He will get forty yards in the game, but have three touchdowns in fantasy football, huh. and it will drive me absolutely nuts. And so, I mean, I just don't feel like Melvin's not really the healthiest guy either. So, I mean, I just, um, I don't understand. You know, I guess where his grips coming from. Like, I
1: don't know what he's trying to get paid right now. Like, he's trying like after you. They, they get say, say he's trying to get thirteen. No, he's not. They say trying to get because you got Gurley. Yeah. girly's at thirteen. You got what? Girly's David at, what? David Johnson. Where's he at? Twelve.
0: Nah, Gurley's at like. Gurley's, Gurley's at, above that.
1: Yeah, cause yeah, cause David Johnson's at thirteen.
0: Yeah, Le'Veon, cause, Le'Veon, cause they said the, the one that gave Zeke was between Le'Veon and Gurley, so they kind of estimated at like fourteen yeah. five. But look, David Johnson, you know, I I understand his, he got paid, you know, after he had a good season, which I understand. But I don't really, I, I can't see from Melvin. Like I don't understand how Melvin expects to get that kind of money, especially when the Chargers have shown that. When Melvin's not playing, they're still capable of winning games. <laughs> so, right. I mean, Dallas, Dallas is different without Zeke. We're Dolphins is built around Zeke. We don't have Zeke, we we done. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's really a period. But, um, you said you had a question this week. What you got, bro? Oh
1: yeah, so I got a question from my uh, from my man James. James was asking about he noticed a trend in uh, in NFL preseason games of you know them being real um, aggressive with calling. Uh, the helmet-to-helmet the helmet contact, lowering the head um, on offense and on defense, but especially on defense. And um, he was basically saying that he, you know, it's, it's kind of like, like you understand player safety, but a lot of this stuff is getting a little out of control because sometimes these guys are playing the ball. So what are your thoughts on the, uh, the NFL, you know, policing this a little heavier?
0: I'm going to be honest. I don't feel like I've seen it as – as blatant i guess like um the other night when i sent you that video of dd westbrook wearing across cross middle and minka fitzpatrick lowered the minka shot and not the god of that boy um, that
1: was a perfect hit. Though. it
0: was a perfect hit and it was and it looked like the kind of hit that i would have expected the nfl just to whistle it because they they just weren't even sure because it was a hard hit but they actually let it go um mm-hmm. now one thing i've noticed that i want to ask you about is the, the reviewing pass interference rule, they have not overturned one of these things. And I feel like they're challenging it every single game. So I'm kind of wondering, are the coaches trying to fill it out or are they really going to be challenging it this frequently during I think, the game? I think
1: they're just filling it out a little okay. bit. Okay. And uh, I just hate how long it takes for them to review oh, it. Like, it's taking forever. Yeah. So uh, It's a
0: whole, like, two – it feels like a whole commercial break that they're doing it. And it's just like, this should not be the taking that long. Like, you made a call. Like, let's, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, I I can't see NFL coaches burning timeouts for that, for something that they don't feel is that significant. But, you know, we'll see. Um, how do you feel about the helmet thing, though, since uh, he asked you the question, too?
1: Oh, um, uh, I have noticed it on offense. I saw it, like, in the Hall of Fame game. Like, one of the Falcons running backs went up the sideline. He basically tried to drop his shoulder on it, but in him dropping his shoulder, his head came down, of course, too. And they may help help in contact. It wasn't like really egregious, but they threw a flag on it. And um it was just I was like, wow, I don't know what the heck is going on right now, but um I get them trying to take the head out of the game and like and maybe they're policing it the heavy now and maybe early on the season and they'll start letting it go. Because remember last year how how heavy they was calling um roughing the Passer? Yep. Like it was it was getting crazy and then they start off in the season and you didn't see it get called as much later on and that was partially because they were letting some stuff slide. They weren't being as aggressive in calling and then guys started adjusting the way that they were playing. So maybe it might be the same thing with this helmet, you know, head to head hitting situation. Yeah. Um and, and maybe that'll make it, you know, a lot better. Um I know the call like the blind side blocks. Um like I, like even uh, that when Lamar Jackson had that that touchdown run against the Packers, it got called back cuz I did not know that block.
0: got called back when
1: now all i saw was
0: the highlight i didn't watch the game but i had no idea that got called back by the way
1: yeah it got called back because they said we willis, willis needed an illegal blind side block now granted the guy didn't see him coming he didn't knock him to the ground I don't, I don't believe it was like i don't even think he really hit him that hard he just didn't see him coming and he hit him and uh it probably it was unnecessary like, lamar jackson gonna score anyway but exactly. the league is wanting you like wanting them to you know take another route for that. And uh, there was another example when somebody got an interception, I think it was the Lions were playing of the, the Patriots maybe. And uh, there was a, they called a blindside block in like, the NFL. And everybody went up in arms. They were like, this is a bad call. Like, what are we supposed to do in this situation? And uh, they basically kind of want, you know, players like, that. the guy don't see you coming, don't just go take his head off. Just like shield them off or wall them off or stick your arm out and put your back to him, you know. In order for player safety. And I get it because it really do not take all of that. Like, yeah. I, I remember back when I was in high school, I used to love crack backing people. Of course. And stuff. But it's just, when you think about it, it's like, it's so unnecessary. Like, all I got to do is just get you out of the way and just hold you right here. Yeah. You know, and my uh, and guy, and that would save me from hitting you and you from getting lifted off your feet and hitting the ground and uh, just making the game a lot safer. So I, I like that. And hopefully they police that hard early and then we won't see it as much. Um, cause I I've seen some crazy crackbacks before, but Ins- um,
0: insane. <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, but it it definitely is unnecessary though. It, uh, it's, a, it's an unnecessary type thing. So you know what's funny is uh, when you often watch
0: reverses, like when teams run reverses. Oh like yeah, the back gets in a situation when they have to block. To me, Tom Brady and like big big Ben's Eli man and certain guys do like they don't even touch the guy like the the guy they're trying to block. They'll kind of like make a little move, like a little Olay move, but yeah. yeah, just as effective as a crackback block. It sure just, is. It sure you're is. You're not gonna touch the running back, or you're not gonna touch the wide receiver that's running reverse. Like it's, is it's funny when I see that stuff. Like I always start laughing. Like he didn't want that action, but at the same time, that's literally about as effective as a crackback block. and you're just not gonna get a penalty for it. So, um, yeah, it's just interesting. Um. Before we get to a uh, little
1: team reviews, right quick, I was going to say right. uh, yeah, Oh, no, I'm on? sorry. I got. I had another question. I had another okay. question from the crowd. What? So, um came from Gil out in Tennessee. Wanting to know about Jake Fromm and, you know, is he the real deal, you know, with him from the area and everything. You know, he was on the cover of one of those Sports Illustrated um, magazines that just came out. And um, – I've heard, you know, my, my thoughts on Jake Fromm is, you know, I, I was able to watch him play in high school. The first time I saw him play, I was like, oh, this kid, he has it. Um, like, he had the it, if that's even a thing. Like, whatever it is, he has it. The intangibles <laughs> um, and stuff. Like, you can tell he completely understands the game. He knows what everybody's doing. He knows what the defense is doing, what everybody's supposed to be. from um, a physical, like, he's a very thickly built uh, player, too. Like, he's wide. And um, got a real, like, he's uh, got a good base about him. Not the greatest athlete, of course. Um, doesn't have a, a, a big arm. Um, and um, I know he's not – people haven't really – they really have – when they talk about Heisman's from Georgia this year, they really talk about DeAndre Swift a lot. Even though I think uh, Jacob definitely put his name in there. Um, if he, you know, continues doing everything that he's been doing. But I believe he's the real deal. Now, as far as the NFL perspective – uh, outlook, I I'm not sure. I think he can play in the NFL, of course. I think he's big enough. Um, I think he's, I mean, I think he can, you know, cultivate a locker room, and um, you know, he doesn't have to have the greatest arm because he does. He doesn't have that just that laser rocket NFL Pat Mahomes tight arm, but neither does Drew Brees, and he's short. You know, Kirk Cousins, you know, the captain, check down oodles and noodles himself, Teddy Bridgewater. It's so a lot of guys who can't throw the ball far, don't have these big, big time arms, and um, I think, I think he, I think he has everything that you need. He has good enough size, and I think his base, his width, is is what's good enough for him. But he, he, I think he could play, man. He, he, he's the real deal, and uh, I'm excited to see what what he's gonna do this year um, at UGA. Okay, um, I
0: guess just for fun, I'm just going to take the opposite. Perspective of that, um I'm gonna just say I, I don't necessarily think he. I'm not gonna say he doesn't have it, but I just don't really have faith in UGA. um I don't have faith that. I don't think they're ever really well. Besides Matthew Stafford, he's the last quarterback I remember who actually were, was able to like to take an offense and just direct it how he wanted to, where it's not just some dominant running game or. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of like the UGA receivers. I can't name one receiver they have, but I mean, I don't see them letting Jake like, you know, just run the offense. I think it's going to be a lot of running every five-star running back they have to keep them guys happy. They're going to play good defense, but I mean, I don't... Pro prospects, I don't think we're ever going to get a chance to see Jake from like show off pro potential at Georgia. I mean, if he ever gets to the pros and does anything otherwise, cool, but I mean, I just don't think Georgia has the receivers, or either we haven't even seen the receivers just to even let him get off like that to win a Heisman or anything. So I don't. I think DeAndre Swift is definitely probably the Heisman front runner, but it's even hard to say that because at UGA you have ten damn backs from from Florida, from Georgia, from Louisiana, from wherever that are top five star backs every year. So I don't. I don't. I just don't think it happens. Um, uh, I mean. What would you need to see this year from Jake for you to think he's got? I mean, for you to be think he has a successful season? I guess I don't. I don't know. What I'm trying to ask.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, just continue doing what he's been doing. I mean, don't try to reinvent himself. Like he's like, a, he seems like a type of individual stays true to himself. He's gonna keep his head down and keep working hard. And um, and the guys obviously they love him. So I just think he just needs to just continue doing what he's been doing. Continue being uh, consistent. They yeah, had the chips fall where they may.
0: Okay, um, I want to say right quick, Baker Mayfield, you need you need to thank Andrew Luck for for taking over the headlines. Yes, sir. If you if Andrew Luck didn't retire, Baker Mayfield would be getting dragged across every media outlet that there is right now for this preseason he's having. Now, granted, he doesn't have Odell Jarvis or N'Joku, or or hell even Chubb not even really playing, but um. Yeah, for Baker to do the talking that he's been doing, he has not looked very good this preseason. So, um, I pray he gets it together. Uh, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I don't know, Twan. I just, uh, uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, Any thoughts from Baker?
1: That's what he's going to do.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you're going to have to here. (laughs) uh, To finish up, we got Giants and Jets preview this week. G comes before J, so just a quick Giants breakdown. Saquon Barkley is probably the only Giants player I truly trust this year. Even though Evan Ingram is there, I don't really trust Evan Ingram at tight end because I don't know if he's gonna stay healthy, and I I don't trust Eli even. I I don't know. Um, Daniel Jones, I I think he plays sooner than later. I don't think uh, Eli plays. I don't think Eli plays over. I don't think Eli play six games this year. You got over under on that.
1: I I give him the first month. I, I give them the first month of the season. Okay. So they play Dallas first, right?
0: Dallas gonna get that ass. Yep. First.
1: So if they lose to Dallas, that's already like that's gonna not. Then that's when they're they gonna start calling. Because if they now if they beat Dallas, if they, I think that do they play somebody else in the division within the first month?
0: I think they get Washington if I'm not wrong. Okay.
1: So if they if they can come out of that if they come out of that zero two, he's done because <laughs> you know, they they're not gonna catch back up in the division, it's over then. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs>
0: true. Oh, but other than that, that's it. for My preview, I mean, Miles gonna be super quick because uh, I don't, I'm not going into the Giants' defense. Uh, Aldrich Rosas, I love him as a kicker. You can probably take him if you like to. They're gonna be kicking a lot this year, probably, but. Uh, Sterling Shepherd, I mean Golden Tate, don't trust he's suspended. So Yeah, he's suspended too, yep. Like I just don't really trust any Giants. Uh Twan, why don't you get on the team for the Giants this year?
1: Um, I think they'll win about five games this year. Four to five. All right. Is that a them, And um and I think those are games that just Saquon just takes over and um you know, does Saquon things. So <laughs> With I you give play. them four to five wins this year. I'm not expecting anything from them defensively. Um, they just got, they just need so much help and so yeah. much work. Even though I don't think they're as bad as far as, like, a talent aspect, because they got some pieces on defense. They do. Um, Offensively, they still have weapons. Of course, they have Saquon now. Of course, Odell is gone. but um, And that's a big, big boy, and they can't, you know, you can't replace somebody, a talent like that. But they do have a decent receiving core. It's not like it's just awful. It just doesn't have right. Odell Beckham. It just it doesn't look it, looks worse because Odell is gone. But if you just right. if you never knew that Odell was there, you're like, oh, that's not a bad group.
0: I still like them over the Bills as far as their receiving core. Oh yeah. I think I still like their receiving core. Uh, well. Compare them to the Dolphins, Twan. Who you like better, Giants or Dolphins receiving court?
1: I take the Giants over the Dolphins. Well, I like Devontae. I like I like Devontae. Park. His talent, like he has, he's a, he has some serious talent. But I like them over, um, let's say a Carolina receivers right now. Um, mm, that's interesting. I like them over the Washington Redskins receivers. Yeah, I like them over Detroit receivers. I like them. Um, depending on A- AJ Green playing tonight over the Bengals receivers. Wow, um,
0: yeah,
1: I like him over. What about Seattle? See, I like him over Seattle. Uh, the, I do It depends on what DK. But okay. right I was now, about to say, what about DK? Like, does DK factor in? Even though we're not that team yet,
0: does he factor in to your rankings right now? I guess. No. Okay, gotcha.
1: Um,
0: we got it. We got to see it first.
1: Yeah, I'm saying I got to see it first. Like, I just, you just never know. Yeah. When it comes to those guys. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think that, I just, I don't think that that bad. I guess is the way I, can, I, the best way I can say it. Um, yeah, that's
0: pretty much <laughs> is it. there,
1: is there any way? Well, let me ask you this.
0: Saquon Barkley last year had 2,000, over 2,000 yards, uh, total as far as we put all together. Um, do you see him cracking 1,800 this year? Yes. Whew. Absolutely. Even with the
1: even with, Absolutely. with even with
0: 30 men stacked in the box.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. He's gonna get it, and it's not as as simple as that, man. Defenses line up to formations like I be I tell people all the time they're like they're just stacking the box, so they can't do this or that. I'm like, no, it's not that simple. Like defenses are lining up to formations, so you can give them a look and still run the ball. And um and if they don't give, if they don't like adjust to your, um like I don't think they're just that incompetent in the passing game, the way they just they can't do because Evan um. Ingram's gonna be a, a mismatch. Um Sterling is gonna get off in the slot. Um it's not like they're just terrible. So I, I just don't think they're gonna do that. And Saquon can you know, get his out the backfield and everything. He's gonna they're gonna find ways to get get him the ball. So time.
0: as a so as a former as a former receiver, is it easy? Golden Tate's gonna man the slot, correct? So is it easy is it gonna
1: be easy for Sterling to move outside? Uh, I don't know. It just depends on his skill set. I mean, if he had a skill set to do it, I don't think Sterling's a bad receiver. I think he could do multiple inside and outside. So, um, <laughs> like moving inside and outside is all about knowing the routes and the route tree, and a lot of that stuff is more mental than it is. Like, cause ment- mentally on the inside, you have so many different options on your routes. Like, you get a certain look, then your your route converts to this. Like, if you if they're running man then, okay, now I got to run the out. If they're running zone, I got to sit in the hole. Uh, if it's two high safeties, I got to split them. If it's one high, I got to stay up the hash. Um, if it's a cloud corner, I got to run a um, uh, uh, deep corner. Uh, so, like, it's just it's a bunch of different rules and stuff to different routes and different looks that you get. Um, so that's that's a really – it's a mental thing playing in the slot, more so than anything physical.
0: Okay. Um, so now to get to the Jets right quick. Um Le'Veon Bell, y'all know who this guy is. Take him first round. Don't, don't play yourself. Like don't don't tell yourself you're about to have the worst offensive line, all that stuff. He's still gonna get probably three hundred and fifty touches this year, regardless. And at fantasy football, all you want is opportunity to touch the ball. So I would say draft Le'Veon Bell. Um, not high on the receivers like that because uh I ain't see more from Sam Darnold, but I think this is the year Sam Darnold could actually break out, just stats-wise, nothing crazy. Um, the defense, I don't know. I think they might be sneaky because you still got Jamal Adams. You still got uh, uh well, yes, you just got C.J. Mosley, at linebacker. Twan, what's the defensive line I'm thinking of with the Afro from USC?
1: Leonard Williams.
0: Leonard Williams, yes. He's still wreaking havoc on the line. Um and, and
1: adaptive, uh Big Baby. Yeah, but his uh, name
0: um Quinnin. Scro- Quinnin, Williams, right, right, right. Um Yeah, I feel like they got potential to be a nice defense this year for sure. Um Jameson Crowder's actually on the offense now too, so Sam's got just more weapons, I would say.
1: But Yeah, and they got Robbie, big play Robbie.
0: Yeah, Robbie Anderson, right, crazy ass. <laughs> so Yeah. I mean like a fly, though. Yeah, I don't really I ain't really got much to say about them as far as offensively, but like I said, I would definitely take a stab at Le'Veon. I just watched the rest of the people on Waiver Wire. Uh Twan, what you got for the outlook on them Jets, man?
1: I think the Jets can compete for that second, for the second best, you know, team in that division. Um for definitely for sure. It, um they should be able to, I think they should be able to beat Buffalo. Even though Buffalo, they're gonna come and play defense. Um yeah. I think it's gonna come down. I think it's gonna come down to them in Buffalo. And um, to me, uh, the biggest thing for the Jets is: Are they going to be able to cover? And are they going to be able to get to the quarterback? And uh, if they can do those things, they'll definitely be um, in contention. I think their receivers, like Quincy and Nungwa, is so under underrated, underrated as a receiver. Um, you like him? I love him. I love him. like I like. He's just tough, man. He what? A, tough. What? All right. So break it down for us that who don't know. What is it about him that that you like about him? Like he reminds me of Anquan Bolden so much, like that type of receiver, and he's um, just like he's gonna find a way to get open. Um, yeah, when he's gonna make all the tough physical catches, he's physical after the catch, and um, yeah, I, I, I really, I, I think he's underrated. Now, I'm not saying he's a world beater or anything like that. I'm just saying like he's a he's a very poor man's version of Anquan Bolden, but. I really like his game a lot. I think it, it fits perfect next to Robbie Anderson because Robbie is blazing fast. And um, uh, I don't know if Sam can put it out there for him like like he's supposed to. You know, Sam, he'll <laughs> black out in a heartbeat. And um, throw the ball to other teams. Like, I was watching him play in the preseason. I was like, dang, he went 5-5, five five, and I watched the playback of the game. He almost threw a pick six on the first play, just went through the defender's hand. I was like, oh, my goodness, he's still doing the same stuff you're doing in college. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna come down to them being able to cover and can they get to the quarterback because I do not know who's rushing the passer for them this year. I really do not. Uh, Leonard and Big Baby, they'll do good up front and getting a you know a push inside, but like as far as like their edge rush, I don't really know. And I think Copeland, Brandon Copeland, ended up getting suspended. Uh, one of the edge rushers. he got suspended, he got popped for PDs, Thanks. So, um yeah, I, I I'm not. I think they overpaid big time for C.J. Mosley. Um, C.J. Mosley, I, I watched him play a lot last year, and um, he's not not a good in coverage. He's a good line middle linebacker, but he shouldn't be the second highest paid. Like he should, he should be. be making all the money that he's making. They, they overpaid for him. Yeah, but he's gonna make tackles. Good in the run game. Um, just not gonna really help you out in the passing uh, too much. And um. Yeah, so yeah, like, like I could say, second place in the division, I think, is a good goal for them to reach, and um, you know, be a, a step in the right direction for the uh, for the Jets. I know Adam Gates is gonna get a about 11 on like five thousand times. Like nobody here's a is a fantasy tip too for everybody out there because you know I'm not, I'm not I don't play fantasy and I, I do daily fantasy like during the day in the game. I'm, you know, like I do those daily fantasies. But here's another little you know tidbit. Uh, that I uh, found out about Adam Gase is that his running backs average had the most targets uh, in the NFL, average targets per game. And I think one of the preseason games, they targeted this year the way they targeted the running backs 15 times in one game. So that let me know I'm like, oh, my good Levin i is about to catch 80 footballs this year. Mm. You know, so big. So I was like a little, you know, a little nugget for y'all just in case y'all were in the PPR leagues and all of that stuff. And uh Adam Gates throws the ball to the running back when he was in Miami. His he led the NFL and like targeting the running backs with Drake and Frank Gore and uh Caleb Balage last year. So this year it's gonna be Le'Veon, Le'Veon, on Le'Veon, Le'Veon. Le'Veon.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound about right. Um Well y'all, um, this has been another episode of the A and E podcast. Uh next week, well, I'm probably gonna throw a little curveball at you. We're probably just going to go ahead and knock out the last seven teams uh, because uh, – really basically because of the fact that the season's going to start pretty much like next Thursday, if I'm not wrong. Next Thursday, yep. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and knock out the last few teams uh, next week. Uh, it's not going to be no long, drawn-out you know, preview because a lot of these teams, sorry, so I mean, we don't matter. Yeah, that's
1: uh,
0: yeah, so what we'll probably do next week. We'll probably also uh, – We'll probably also do a recap of obviously the weekend college football, which I hope that Auburn and Oregon game just lives up to my expectations. I'm kind of hoping to, I'm kind of hoping for uh, at least a game in the 30s for both teams. I just want to see some action. Yeah, I'm just glad football's back. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, uh, please, all of y'all stay safe out there. Thank for listening to A and E podcast. Please keep sharing. Please keep sending in your
1: questions to me and to Tawan,
0: Please, uh, Tawan, you got anything for him?
1: I appreciate all the love and support. Um, y'all take it easy, man. I'm out. All right, peace. peace.